Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details, member FDIC. It's time for Oaklawn Game Day, presented by Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort. An inside look at this week's big games, exciting prop bets, and the latest wagering lines from Oaklawn's race and sportsbook, the natural state's favorite place to play. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Acree and Oaklawn's mutuals and sportsbook manager, Zach Gillum. Welcome in once again, everyone, to Oaklawn Game Day. Justin Acre and Zach Gillum, thrilled to have you back here. And the weather has been sort of off and on, but the action has been fantastic. And we are into the playoffs now, Zach, for the NFL. College basketball is right in the thick of things. It's a good time to be a sports fan. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you had a wonderful national championship. We had a good turnout for that. SEC against SEC. Georgia, you know, had a nice comeback after that SEC championship game. And as you said, now we're into the NFL playoffs and we still got a season full of racing. I was initially riding Georgia in the championship game, Zach, and then I got talked out of it and everybody talked me into the mystique of Nick Saban. It's easy to do. And I bought into it, and unfortunately, I was on the wrong side of things. Luckily, I did not load up on it. Where did you see the most action come in? You know, that was probably the most balanced big game that I've seen. Um, you had a lot of the Alabama money line come in, but then you also had some of Georgia minus two and a half was pretty heavy. Uh, the three number was very balanced, so hmm. it, it was a good number. Obviously, the, the fans could not decide which way to go. I had many people questioning how how is Georgia favored after that SEC championship, and I just had to say, you know, it's based on the season, not just one game. Right. And if you look at the season as a whole, it really did make sense to have Georgia as a favorite, and, you know, they displayed why they were. They definitely did, and it was impressive down the stretch, dominating in the fourth quarter. So we already have odds out now, Zach, interestingly enough, on next season for college football, and surprise, surprise, Alabama right there at the top. Absolutely. You got Bama up on top, plus 150. So a pretty heavy favorite there to uh, open up the season. Ohio State second choice at 250. Georgia, your reigning champions at 500. Clemson at 1400. Oklahoma, 1400. Texas A&M, 1600. We'll jump down. Arkansas is at plus 10,000. Um, and Kentucky is someone that I highlighted I thought was interesting based on their power projections going into next season. I believe they were ranked third or so in the SEC or at least uh, in their division. And they are at 10,000 as well. Well, if you're third in your division, you're good enough to win a national title in the SEC anymore, right? I mean, let's just be honest. This is the third straight SEC champion and three different teams along the way. So it is amazing. The competition just hard every year, and it seems to be getting tougher for Arkansas. But, yeah, plus 10000 I don't know. It might be worth throwing a couple of dollars on it. That's a huge payday. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the odds, in my opinion, won't get any higher at this point. So yeah. uh, if you're going to jump on it, now's a good time. Let's look at our lock of the week real quick. The Titans, we talked about this game a long time last week, and I talked to a couple of other guys who do wagering for a living and didn't love the 10 and probably shouldn't have myself. The Titans kind of disappointed me last week. They did win over the Texans, but only by three. Line was 10. Don't know why these teams get motivated to play a game where there's really nothing on the line for them other than being competitors. Saw what Jacksonville did to the Colts and blew their chance at the postseason period. Luckily for the Titans, they were able to get out on top and secure the number one overall seat. We fall to 7-13 and 13 on the year. Not too hot. Try to get back on track this week, Zach. And playoffs are starting, as we mentioned, and we're already kind of looking ahead to February 13th. That's a lucky number, Zach, 13 is. At least if you want to watch the Super Bowl at Oakland, you guys are going to throw a big soiree. 
Absolutely. We're going to have a big watch party, so if you've not been able to join us in the event center, I highly recommend you get some tickets. They're on sale now, oaklawn.com. Um, tickets are going to start at 25 if you just want an individual seat at a table. We are going to have living room setups. Those will seat six. Um, it's big, comfortable sectionals, recliners, and those are 250 Those will sell out fast. So if you're interested, I really do recommend you go ahead and get those tickets now. The tables will seat up to eight people. If you want to get the full table, you do get a little discount on that. The full table for eight is 180 Oaklawn, of course. Arkansas's only casino resort. The sports book is our favorite talking point when we get in here on Oaklawn Game Day. We get on Oaklawn Race Day on Saturdays at 11 o'clock, and we'll talk a lot of horse racing, and Zach and I will occasionally chop it up on here as well. But we know, Zach, this time of year, things are cool outside, and it's a great time to stay indoors. And the cool thing about Oaklawn is, or the warm thing, as it were, in this regard, there are so many options to keep yourself entertained within the walls of the facility with the restaurants massage if you want to go into the spa there's so many different things to do at oakland outside of just the wagering part of it absolutely and this weekend is going to be a big weekend um, if you've not heard about the bring in the new year new ride promotion um, starting last saturday we were having entries and we're going to be doing that this weekend as well we will be drawing this weekend on the 15th for a winner of a ford f-150 so that's going to be a lot of fun from six p.m. to 10 p.m. Guests will swipe their cards on the swipe stations in the casino. That will activate your entry. And we're going to be doing that as well on the 22nd and the 29th. And we'll be drawing on the 29th to give away a Ford Expedition. If you're down for the weekend of live racing, speaking of racing, there's also a sports book offering on the racing side. And you can take advantage of that. And of course, the kiosks are open 24-7 within the casino. So lots of opportunities to get down on any kind of game you want to get into, whether it's NFL or college basketball. Razorbacks are in action Wednesday night. We're going to touch on that game coming up in just a little bit. A couple of other key games we'll touch on as well. Live entertainment all weekend as well at Pops Lounge. Cliff and Susan early. Daz and Bree will be up on Friday and Saturday this weekend from 9 until 1. So live music through the weekend. That's always the case at Oaklawn. And a lot of different ways to win, get points, and have some fun. And, of course, don't sleep on the restaurants because there's a lot of great offerings through the day, both on the racing side, in the casino, and around the entire facility at Oaklawn. So the Super Bowl is about a month away, Zach. That means we got to get into the wild card weekend. And there are a lot of different ways to wager. Obviously, we're going to go through all the games. And you can pick the Super Bowl champion, NFC champ, AFC champ. But there are a lot of other bets that are available as well regarding the Super Bowl and the eventual champion, as well as getting very specific as to who's going to be there. So there's going to be numerous ways you can wager on remaining options in the NFL, whether that's to win the Super Bowl, to win the divisions. Um, one of the more interesting ones that has hit the board is result of the NFL championship games. So that would be result of the Super Bowl. Um, right now, your favorite in that is Chiefs to beat the Packers at plus 1,100. Just to give you an idea, the favorite is double-digit odds. So um, on the flip side, Packers to beat the Chiefs, same odds, plus 1,100. And then if you're really feeling crazy, you could go, you know, Steelers to beat the Eagles, <laughs> and that's a plus 7, or no, I'm sorry, plus 175,000. Yeah, that would be the all-Pennsylvania final. That has got to be long odds, I would think, and almost impossibility, I mean, because both teams are pretty big dogs this first week and would be throughout the playoffs. I would love to see it for my own personal taste, because I like long Long shots, but that would be an interesting one. You can also bet on divisions and conferences to win the title, correct? Yes, to win the the winning conference right now, the favorite is the NFC at minus 121. The AFC is at even money, plus 100. And then if you want to win on or bet on the winning division, you have AFC West as your current favorite. They're at plus 300. NFC North at plus 350. NFC North at plus 350, so basically the Packers. Correct. Okay, is what you're telling me. 
All right, well, let's dive in because we know everybody else in the NFC North is either replacing their coach or being the Lions. And the Lions, while they did finish strong with a win over the Packers, it was a meaningless game, and the Packers obviously were not super committed to trying to win it, with all due respect. But the Lions, I thought, were more than game. Coach Campbell, we've talked about him all year on the show. He's done a nice job. But they're going to replace Zimmer in Minnesota, and obviously Nagy's out in Chicago. So they'll hit the reset button and try to get competitive for next year. Super Bowl champs going into the wild card weekend. Who are our most likely candidates? I'm just going to try to pick one team here, Zach. Trying to pick the actual matchup is a little bit much for me. Just give me the champ, and you got plus odds across the board. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to look at that, you have Packers as your current top choice as a one seed with the bye this week. They're at plus 350. Chiefs is your second choice at plus 425. Buccaneers at 750. The Bills at 800. This one was interesting to me. Titans with the bye are still your fifth choice at plus 850. Okay, interesting. Yes, as the number one seed. that I thought that was interesting, too. And in the AFC, they're not the favorite either as the number one seed, which isn't shocking. Let's go through the AFC. Your Chiefs, I assume, when you look at the Super Bowl, I assume they're the AFC most likely as well. Absolutely. So looking at that, Chiefs is your top choice, plus 180, followed up by the Titans we were just talking about, plus 325, Bills at 375, Bengals at 700, Patriots at 900. Pretty big jump up to the Raiders and Steelers. I mean, I can't help but think the Patriots is a long shot, certainly this weekend, and maybe all the way through. If they can get through the Bills this weekend, I would say look out. With a rookie quarterback, you might be scratching your head, but... Mac Jones has been a heck of a lot better than I expected. In the NFC, Aaron Rodgers was exactly what I expected. Amazing and the best quarterback in the league, in my opinion, this year. Although I know Bruce Arians is touting Tom Brady for the MVP, and there's a good argument to be made for it. To me, what Aaron Rodgers has done with the touchdown-to-interception ratio makes him the MVP. But that's not really what we're talking about, is it, Zach? We're talking about teams, and we're talking about NFC champion, and the Packers are your favorites going into wildcard weekend. Yeah, looking at this one, Packers with the bye this week, they are your top choice, plus 150. Buccaneers coming in as your second choice at 350. Rams at 500. The Dallas Cowboys at 650. And the Cardinals at 1,200. All right, Zach, when's the last time you took a good test? Ooh, oh, yesterday. Okay, well, I'm going to give you another one right now. How many teams that are in the playoffs have a losing record against the number this year? Mm, I'm going to say half of them. Not quite. Not quite. There are 14 teams, right? you got seven in each conference. Four teams have losing records, and they're barely under 500. Kansas City's 8-9, Las Vegas, the Rams, and the Steelers are all 8-9. Philadelphia's 8-8-1 against the number, and then you get into the teams that are over 500. Tampa, San Fran, both 9-8. Cincinnati, Tennessee, New England, and Arizona are all 10-7. Buffalo's got a weird record against the number, 9-6-2. The only team to tie twice. And then Green Bay at 12-5 and five, and Dallas, as has been the case throughout the year, the best team against the spread all season long, 13-4. and four. So we'll talk about their game coming up if you would like to factor those things in. Obviously, Green Bay is not going to hurt or help. Neither is Tennessee this weekend because they both have buys as the number one seed. Start with Saturday's games, Zach, because it's always first things first, right? Raiders, Bengals, Cincinnati hosting. Would have never expected Cincinnati to A, be in the playoffs, B, be a division champion, or C, be hosting in the playoffs. But here we are. It's a topsy-turvy wild world, my friend. Welcome to 2022. Joe Burrow and company should be pretty well rested. He didn't play last weekend. Neither did his running back, Joe Mixon, who was out, I believe, on COVID protocol. What do we have this weekend with the Raiders and Bengals? Yeah, looking at this one, Bengals favored at home, minus 5.5 total in this game, currently set at 49. That should be an entertaining game. And then the nightcap on Saturday, they played twice. They split this year, so I think they should play again, and they're going to. Your AFC East champion is... The Buffalo Bills, they're hosting the Patriots this weekend in Buffalo, and it should be a hard-fought, low-scoring defensive battle, at least 
so the odds makers say. Yeah, and I, I believe just like uh, one of their earliest matchups, weather is going to play a big part of this game. So looking at this one, Buffalo Bills minus four total in this game is at 44. What is the weather? Have you seen the, the projections this weekend? Because that they is are, a factor. They are projecting it to be very cold. I believe they've said close to zero. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's going to be very – I don't know that they're expecting any snow, but I, I do believe that I've read they're expecting winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, and it is going to be cold. Well, we know they're used to playing in that, but when you, when you say cold, I was thinking, oh, like 40? <laughs> I mean, no, a little different cold standard up that way, Zach, than what we're expecting around here. So, yeah, it'll be cool in Arkansas this weekend, but it's going to be straight-up cold up there. Sunday is at a high of 29. Unfortunately for them, they're playing on Saturday. The high is 11, and the low is like minus 5. So that's going to be horrible. Good luck, fellas. I hope nobody's fingers snap off. On Sunday, Eagles-Bucks, Tampa Bay hosting. Zach, I don't know a lot about anything, but if you want to make a real safe prognostication, is that it'll be warmer in Tampa than it is in Buffalo this weekend. Absolutely. I can't even offer odds on that. It's no. too, too too obvious. But uh, 40 yeah. billion to one. <laughs> uh, the Buccaneers currently are favored by over a touchdown, minus eight and a half against the Eagles. Total in this game is at 47. It's a big number, and of course the Eagles played their backups and got handled by the Cowboys last week in another meaningless game. Speaking of, Dallas back in action as well, and they played their starters for most of the game and let them get some work in, and they looked really good against the Eagles backups. I'm assuming the 49ers will send their first team, though, this weekend. That's the problem. And the Niners, I think, have a real shot at the, at the uh, upset here. They, of course, earned their way into the playoffs by beating the Rams on the road, and that denied my Saints a chance to make the postseason. So, of course, I'm rooting for the Cowboys this weekend just out of pure bitterness. But this is an age-old great rivalry, and I'm excited about this one. It should be a lot of fun on Sunday afternoon. Cowboys a home favorite, but not by much. Now, looking at this one, the Cowboys currently favored by a little over a field goal, minus three and a half, total at 51. Okay, Cowboys are getting a little bit of play here because I think it was at three a couple of days ago. And then the nightcap on Sunday, and oh, by the way, we're not done yet. Yes, they're doing something special in the NFL this year, folks. They felt like you deserved it. They're going to give you playoff football on Monday night. And if you didn't enjoy Arizona Rams 1 or the Cardinals in L.A. 2, they're going to give it to you three times. But let's first things first. Huge line, biggest one of the weekend, Kansas City and Pittsburgh. We debated this game more than any other, I think, this week, Zach, because KC has not been nearly as impressive as some people would expect. And let's be honest, the Steelers got in by the hair of their chinny-chin-chins. I'm kind of excited to see Ben Roethlisberger's career continue, but I don't imagine it'll be any longer than Sunday night. No, well, and as you said, you know, the Chiefs, they've they have done well this year. They're in the playoffs, but against the spread, they have struggled due to some of these large numbers, and this week is no different. So looking at this one, the Chiefs minus 12.5, total in this game at 46.5. Yeah, coming off a narrow victory over the weekend, 28-24 at Denver, and they put themselves in position. The Titans almost slipped up, as we mentioned, and if they had, the Chiefs would be your number one overall seed, and they would be chilling this weekend. But uh, instead, they're going to be cold this weekend, but hosting a football game. So we'll see how things go there. And, of course, a couple of weeks ago, they got beat by the Bengals, a team that is also in the playoffs, and that was an absolute thriller. Monday night, Cardinals and Rams. And, Zach, boy, speaking of teams that really came out of the gate big time, you know, Cardinals, have uh, they look so good early on. They've been a little bit iffy lately, and they were uh, very much in line to be the class of the West but they really faltered late. And the Rams, of course, disappointing last week as they lose in overtime to the 49ers. It really didn't hurt the Rams a bunch, but hurt my heart and kept my Saints out. But nevertheless, the Rams will go back home. And really, from what I could tell last week, not much of a home-field advantage. 
No, and, and currently Rams favored by four points. Total in this game is at 49 and a half. As we saw in the college national championship, Zach, you know this all too well, previous performance does not always indicate future performance. And we saw what happened with Georgia got smoked by Alabama in the SEC championship game. They were just waiting for a big stage, apparently, Zach. They really want to go to Indianapolis, where they're not going to be playing any playoff football this year. But they did play a championship in the Dome. And kudos to Georgia, the comebacker. So what happened this year earlier with the Cardinals and the Rams, Zach? You might be wondering. Well, the Rams won in Arizona 30-23. to This game's being played in L.A., of course. And then in the previous meeting, the first meeting, also that game was played in L.A., of course. Cardinals won on the road 37-20. So both road teams won pretty convincingly this year. So you got to take a look. Even though Arizona's struggling to me, I still like Kyler Murray more than I like Stafford, and I trust him more than I trust Stafford. And I might have to go with Arizona on the road and maybe pick up a little victory there, catching four points. This has been the division we've talked about, I feel like, most of this year. Um, you know, Outside of Russell, uh, Russell Wilson's injury, I felt like all four teams really were playoff uh, contenders. So this is definitely one that's going to be interesting to watch, and even more so fun that it's going to be on Monday. I feel like Arizona is my new Oregon. Like, Oregon in college this year, Zach, they put a lot of losses on me where I felt like they had the advantage then they just didn't quite pull it off. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to give you my lock of the week early for the NFL, but it's not going to be my official lock of the week. I'll tell you, I like Arizona, though, on the road. That's not my official lock of the week. I'm going to go with the conventional wisdom, and it's going to relate to college basketball in a second. Real quick, uh, let's move into college basketball now, Zach, if we can. Unless you get anything else on the NFL you want to hit on. So, NFL, well, we do have some player props specifically. Yeah. Yeah. For the playoffs that have posted. Let's so, get to you, it. You, yeah, you can wager on who's going to have the most passing yards in the playoffs. Currently, right now, you have Patrick Mahomes as your top choice at plus 225, followed by Tom Brady at 325, Josh Allen 650, Joe Burrow 650, um, and Aaron Rodgers is down quite a few uh, choices just because he does have a, a one less game potentially to play. Yes. So Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is at plus 850. And he's um, also got you, a good running game, too. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. So, this is cumulative. Yardage passing, right? Correct. Okay. For the entire for the entire playoffs. Yes. While he has one less game potentially, he also has potentially more games than everybody except for the team that he plays in the Super Bowl, which is probably going to be Mahomes if you're coming from the AFC favorite side. So that's another argument. It's like, yeah, I may start a little later, but I'm going to play an additional game because none of you guys are going to be in the Super Bowl on the NFC side except for me. There you go. All right. Good. Yep. Yeah, and looking at the rushing yards, you have Leonard Fournette as your top choice, plus five fifty. Derek Henry back on the board. He's at plus six hundred. Wow. Joe, Joe Mixon at seven hundred. Ezekiel Elliott is at. at 1,000. Um, looking at receiving, not going to be too big of a surprise to see who's up at top. Cooper Cup, hmm. plus 650. Devontae Adams at 750. Tyreek Hill at 750. And then Travis Kelsey at 750. So two Chiefs there wow. in the top four. Yeah, I was – I'm curious, going back to the rushing thing, I'm curious about Derrick Henry. We know about his strength. We know about how dominant he was. Remember, he was an overwhelming favorite, way minus money, like minus 300-ish before uh, he got injured to win the rushing title. But I do wonder about his stamina and I don't know how many snaps he'll get, how many carries he'll get, rather. So I, I don't know what to expect from that. So that's kind of a – that's a big risk-reward play probably with Derrick Henry, no? Absolutely. And, I mean, I, I want to say he still finished the season sixth or seventh leading rusher, yeah. and, and he played ten less games than most of the other guys. So to your point, it's really just a matter of how many carries is he going to get in these games. Well, let's say if he gets like 12, he can probably <laughs> win the thing. So <laughs> let's flip over to college basketball. Razorbacks have struggled 0-3 in conference play. Big opportunity for a bounce-back game on Wednesday night against the Missouri Tigers. Tigers coming off a win at, at home against Alabama. So we'll talk about that in a second. Let's look at championship odds first, though, Zach. And not much movement here at the top. Same-same. I guess as far as the teams and the odds 
odds? Yeah, looking up at the top, you have Gonzaga still top choice, plus 650. Baylor right there behind them at 700. Duke at 750. Purdue at 900. Ohio State at 1,000. Arizona 1,100. Uh, looking at some SEC teams, Alabama at plus 2,000. Auburn at the same. Uh, Kentucky's at plus 3,000. Arkansas all the way up to plus 3,300. Florida at 4,000. LSU at 4,500. Yeah, Purdue had a game postponed on Tuesday night because of COVID. I don't know if it's within their program and their opponent, but uh, they did get a day off, so they should be rested up for the weekend. Something to factor in maybe for Purdue's weekend game, and I'm not exactly sure who they're playing, but just something to keep in mind. So I like to look at rested up teams, Zach, especially this time of year. We're starting to get into the nitty-gritty of it, and people have been grinding, and this is a a good deal. And we have a couple of games in state that are not going to be played this week as well. Before we move on to that, conference to win the title, and the Big 12 has made a big move. Baylor just fell Tuesday night to Texas Tech, a team that had, to me, they're the team of the week. You beat Kansas over the weekend with two of your top players out, and then your top score is gone, and you go and beat Baylor. Remarkable week for the Red Raiders. Good for them. And they have helped the Big 12, to me, up to the top of the heap here. Absolutely. And I want to say we lost our last two undefeated teams this week, too. That's right. It was uh, USC and Baylor. Yep. yep. You got it. So uh, Big 12 is your top choice now, plus 300, followed by the Big 10 at plus 400, Pac-12 at 500, SEC is at 500, you have the ACC at 550, and the West Coast Conference at 600. Zach, you remember the good old days when Arkansas was one of the favorites in the SEC? Well, it's not the case anymore. Auburn knocked off Alabama on the road. Good win for the Tigers away from home. Tuscaloosa, Sadville right now because they just lost to Missouri over the weekend as well. Hopefully for them, they'll bounce back. I'm not rooting for them. But uh, Auburn, the class of the league so far, and they're sitting atop the standings as far as the possibilities of winning. But you can still get plus money on the Tigers right now if you load up. Yeah, this is to win the regular season championship. Um, Auburn currently plus 110. You have Kentucky at plus 450, LSU at 500, Alabama's now up to plus 1,000, Tennessee 1,500, Florida 1,700, Arkansas all the way up to plus 4,000. Yikes. Does Arkansas rebound enough to get to the top of the heap? I don't know, but man, at 4,000, I would have never thought that possible before the season. That is disappointing, Zach. Yeah, very, very much so. You know, conference games are tough, but it, I would I would say after the high we ended the season on last year, we are having a little bit of a struggle. Hopefully they finish the season strong. We can make the tournament and have some good to come out of this season. Do let's. Let's hope that. LSU-Florida, Wednesday night battle. This team, LSU, will be hosting Arkansas over the weekend. LSU has been another team that's been surprisingly good. As Zach mentioned, you can still get them big-time plus money at Oaklawn, and uh, if you want to wager on them to win the SEC. They're just trying to get a win in Gainesville this week, though, to start the week. And they are road dogs, but again, not by much. They are certainly the better team, I think, on paper, but you got to factor in the home court advantage for Florida. Absolutely. Looking at this one, Florida is favored by 2.5 currently. Total in this game is set at 139. All right, I hate to do this, but my next game is going to be my lock of the week, and it's Missouri-Arkansas. The Tigers Although they did surprise a lot of people with the win over Alabama, they have been not very good this year. This is a team that lost to UMKC earlier in the season, Zach. And they started playing like actual games that counted against lower-level opponents. So been disappointed with them for the most part. But that was a huge statement win on Saturday. And we know how bad Arkansas is struggling to put anybody away. It's a pretty big line. I was a little surprised by the big number here. Very big number. Arkansas currently favored by 13.5 points. Total in this game at 151.5. I do like Arkansas by about 10 to win the game. I think Arkansas will get it done comfortably, but I don't like 13 and a half. Too much for me. The lock of the week. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. 
My lock of the week this week, I hate to do it, but I still say the Hogs win, so this is a comfortable position for me. I can bet my heart, or my head rather, and still my heart can be involved, and I like Arkansas to win, and my head says not by 13 and a half. So that's my lock of the week. Also, wanted to mention, Zach, we were all looking forward to a double header this week. Little Rock and Arkansas State, and we're going to not only not get two games, we're not even going to get one game. So issues within the Little Rock program not allowing these games to be played, and it's disappointing, but, and they're not going to be rescheduled, doesn't look like as, as well, because that's the Sunbelt policy from what I've been told. And of course, Little Rock is moving on to the OVC, the Ohio Valley Conference. Hopefully, these will be non-conference games going forward, and I assume they will be, because it's just too convenient, too makes too much sense, but just disappointing that they're going to end this with uh, a bit of a fizzle here in this, in this rivalry, this long-standing matchup. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, that is the times we are in right now. We're having to look at safety other over playing some games, and I, I understand it. It is heartbreaking, but hopefully, as you said, we'll get to see some more matchups down the road. Zach, I'm going to watch the Memphis Grizzlies on Friday night against the Dallas Mavericks, and I cannot wait to see John ja Morant in person. I am so excited about it. And they have won 10 straight games going into Thursday's game. They've got a matchup, and then they'll play Friday night against Dallas. And, I mean, what a run here they've had. They are one of the most exciting young teams in the NBA, maybe the most exciting young team because they're one of the youngest rosters in the league. But they are not on the board at the top, and they just knocked off the Warriors. But I see Golden State up at the top there, Zach. Why, why does Memphis get a little more love here? Yeah, I mean they're gonna they're gonna have to get it. They keep this winning streak going, as you say. Uh, looking at the NBA championship, Nets are your top choice at plus two twenty five, followed by the Warriors at three ninety, Bucks at five seventy five, Suns at six fifty, Jazz at eight fifty, Lakers at thirteen hundred. We have to jump all the way down to plus four thousand for those Grizzlies. So, so now is the time. Uh, they're on their hot streak. If they keep it going, those odds will drop. That is insane. I mean, to win the whole thing seems to be a stretch of the imagination for a young team, but I'll go with them. You can see him in person first. I'll let you know next week. You can get down on baseball, not college, but pro. Major League Baseball futures are on the board already, have been for a while, and I'm assuming you haven't seen a lot of movement there, Zach? Not a lot of movement. You still have um, up at the top, you have your Dodgers at 600, Astros 850, White Sox at 1,000, New York Yankees at 1,000, and the Rays at 1,000. Um, recently, we have added division winners to the board, though. So those have hit the board just recently. You can wager on each division who's going to win, um, as well as the – uh, leagues themselves. Okay. Uh, we had some golf we talked about last weekend, and I know the Winter Olympics are around the corner, Zach, and I touched on this before. I updated some odds here, but men's hockey's been all over the place, and I'm not sure why these odds keep changing significantly, but the United States has become a huge long shot with Russia as your favorite in men's hockey to win the Winter Olympics, and I don't know if this is going to move a lot again before the Olympics actually get underway, but it seems like there's been a ton of changes here. Finland's second Sweden's your third choice and last I saw Canada was next at plus 700 and I think Canada was near the top if not the favorite at one point so not sure what's changing there but might want to keep an eye on some opportunities in the world of Winter Olympics as well. Absolutely, and as you, as you were alluding to, U.S. has jumped all the way up there at plus 1,700 now to win the uh, ice hockey for Beijing 2022. I, I don't know anything about it, Zach, but it'll be fun to watch. Uh, here's my favorite bet of the week. <laughs> It's not for this week, but just something to keep an eye on. You can bet. I want you to, if you're sitting down, this is good. If you're standing up, you might want to take a seat. You can bet on curling. You can bet on curling at Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort, folks. Yes, it is Arkansas's favorite place to play because you can wager money on what's going to happen with people pushing stones across ice and sweeping it. It's incredible. The United States, 
A little better uh, odds than I expected. I got to be honest, Zach. They are the fifth favorite. And the thing I love is, by the way, it's at plus 2,000. So if you bet 100, you can win 2,000 if the United States happens to win the gold medal this year. But you can actually bet on them just to hit the podium. Gold, silver, bronze, doesn't matter. There are wagers for all these countries just to be on the podium in at least curling and I'm sure some other sports as well. Absolutely, and uh, Great Britain is your top choice at plus well, of 150. Course. Canada, second choice, no surprise, at plus 200. Sweden at 325. Switzerland at 800, and then USA at plus 2,000. And then, as you said, to make the podium, USA plus 250. Um, Great Britain, overwhelming favorite to make the podium at minus 500. So, really, it's jumping down to Switzerland, U.S. I feel like those are the first two that you'd really look at making the podium. Look, Zach, we know Great Britain's good at a few things, okay? We know they're good at drinking beer. All right. We know they're good at like playing golf and stuff. Like they're good at golf courses along the ocean. And we know they're good at curling. I mean, they're renowned. We all know this. Great Britain, it is the home of great curling. I mean, what else are they going to do over there, right? Sure. Absolutely. Zach's well, like, and, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just kidding, Well, Zach. well no, and no this, is, this is something I felt like a, a lot of the casual fans watching uh, Winter Olympics the last couple of years have really gotten into curling. So I love that this is on the board. It gives just another avenue, something else to wager on and watch. Okay, we have not talked about UFC or boxing much lately. I will tell you this. I spent some time at Freedom Hall this week and watched Central Arkansas basketball there. There's been a number of Final Fours there. It's also where Muhammad Ali fought his first professional fight, and he was 5-0 and all time in Freedom Hall. He fought a handful of fights there early in his career. That was cool. I like history, but I also like current day. UFC 46 is this Saturday, Zach, and I'm assuming there are plenty of opportunities to wager on that at Oakland as well. I didn't have it on our rundown here, but I hope that you can pull that up real quick. TJ Brown, an Arkansas guy is on the card, and I think he got a late replacement for his opponent, but he's going to be fighting the Boston Strangler, Charles Rosa. So uh, this should be a ton of fun, and T.J. Brown, really good dude, had a chance to meet him a while back, and a guy that's easy to root for, and I'm assuming you can not only root for him, but wager on him? Well, he was on the board until the the fighter change. We, okay. have, not, we have not had it hit the board again, but yes, that will, that will come up once they get a little more comfortable, do a little research on this matchup. Um, currently, you do have most of the matches on the board, but that one is off the board for now. Yeah, excited for T.J. Brown, UFC 46 this weekend, and keep an eye on that for the be, to be on the board. And, of course, the Arkansas-LSU game will be part of the mix on Saturday. Those basketball games, again, coming out typically day of. NFL action across the board. We gave you our lock of the week. We're going to go with Arkansas to win but not to cover against Missouri. And we will recap all this for you next week right here on Oaklawn Game Day. Good luck, everybody.